one, two, three, four, five. Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are on episode 30, the big 3-0. We have yeah. done three, I almost said three dozen. That would be 36. Shit. That would be. Well, no, wait, is that a baker's dozen or is that a... No, baker's dozen's even more. I think that's 14. Is that 13? It's 13. It's, f- it, it, it's, it's more than 12. Like, it's 12 and then one extra to make sure you're not sc- oh, scamming. It's all gone terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the podcast. Again, 30 episodes. And we're still going. Um, starting off with our topics, uh, this was something that you'd suggested. I kind of broadened it a little bit. Um, and this is something that has just been... It's been a craze, I think, since the video game Minecraft came out. Uh, but survival exploration and building games in general that they have like mm. crafting and monsters and exploration where you find random loot and treasures and resources they've well, been when did se- seven days come out was that before minecraft oh no it was long after yeah. minecraft came out when i was still in college i, I want to say it was like 2008 2009 yeah. so it's been around for more than a decade i mean back then it was like pre-alpha and you know, having the resources to make a cake would make you, like, a, the richest man on oh, Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> um, I remember. But now it's it's become a lot more... There's there's a lot more to it. The leveling system wasn't in there back then, so... It's expanded significantly, but the massive success of Minecraft, I think, was something that contributed to the all these new survival crafting games that have come out. Mm. And even AAA games having survival crafting elements in them. It's surprising that, like, every month or two there is this new game fad, but none of them have stuck around for anything like the lifespan of Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, I mean, God, even, well, we talked about it in the last podcast, even you and I went back and started playing Minecraft again. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those, it's an easy itch to scratch kind of thing. It's yeah. a little, like, creative thing, and it's, uh, yeah, it's the go-to. It, yeah, it's it, they, they got the formula right, and it's always just, like, a very... Satisf- you can make all kinds of cool stuff, but it's not so elaborate that it's intimidating. Um, yeah. Mm. Anyway, you can decide your own difficulty. Based so on what you do. yeah, but oh. and I feel like the when you're talking about like new games passing fads, I feel like that's been all of the successors to Minecraft though, because there was Seven Days, which Scott very much loves and plays all the time, or yeah. continues wanting to go back to, but it was. That one is much more on the apocalyptic side. There's a lot more zombies. It's it's much yeah. more on the survival aspect than the the crafting and creativity aspect. Mm. You've got. Games I, I like... feel like if I talk about Seven Days, I'm just going to end up giving it a bad rep, uh, <laughs> and I don't want to piss off Scott. <laughs> yeah. So so maybe you should talk a little bit about Seven Days. Well, I'm not going to do much better. I didn't really like it. Oh okay. I mean, well, it, it was one of those games that it was like. Again, going back to Minecraft, I could play that game. I could sit down and just play it by myself for hours and really enjoy myself. That game I can't do, like, for hours by myself. The thing that made it Mm. fun was the fact that we had, like, a bunch of people on there and we all were doing different things. We had a base and we had to work together to defend it or blow each other up by accident. Yeah. Um, I mean, the most fun I had on there, I did generally have fun on it at some points, was that um, we found, like, a cache of landmines and spent the rest of the day trying to blow each other up with landmines. <laughs> um, I mean, 
my favorite thing about it was the um like using resources and stuff to actually make our bases seem like livable and i way, never got to the stage where i had a base <laughs> the way i would always describe it was um you know everyone else can go out and explore and fight the zombies i'm gonna martha stewart this bitch Right. Yeah, I, I died to dogs, frostbite, all kinds of frickin' things, and I never really so got the opportunity to survive. <laughs> so in the original version of that game, you, you could, you know, customize your character, obviously, and you could customize their skin color, but they just used a gradient, so you could be completely white or completely black. Like... Just the color black, so you're just like two two eyeballs in a void, or completely white, so that you fucking disappear in the snow. Like mm. it was. <laughs> so of course, I made a character that was like had the slider cranked all the way to one end, and um... oh man, Does... so there were fond memories of the game, but they were usually played with other people. Yeah, I don't want to then... get. Sorry, Go. I don't want to get too far off in the weeds because. One of the reasons for bringing this up, there's a one that's come out fairly recently that you've well, been hang on, putting... We'll get to that. We'll get okay, to that. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, right. After after seven days, I the, the the logical progression for me in seven, after seven days is like, Ark Survival Evolved. Have you played that game? I have played it, and I didn't spend enough time on that game because I've heard like I've seen some of the crazy stuff people get up to in that. But yeah, I I, I played a lot of I spent a lot of time on it back in the day. To, to, and... I should probably give some background. Ark Survival Evolved is another, again, survival crafting, like, multiplayer game. Yeah. But the twist is there are dinosaurs. Yes, yeah, so the, um, instead of having, like, a randomly generated map, with Ark Survival Evolved, it's a set map. And uh, it's, like, this big island, very tropical. Um, although it gets, like, mountainous and snowy up the top of it. Yeah. And yes, as Kaiser says, there are dinosaurs, and the further north you go, the more lethal the dinosaurs are. So you can kind of gauge for yourself where you want to put yourself. However, uh, so I played it for a very, quite a, a long time with a, a group of people, and we were having a lot of fun. Uh, doing everything takes a lot of effort. That is to say, uh, capturing a dinosaur, to like, first of all, you have to slowly feed it berries or shoot it with narcotic arrows. To make it go to sleep. And then you literally have to spend hours feeding it berries while it's asleep. And if something comes along, if like a fucking boulder rolls down a cliff and just crushes its head, it's dead. Can't do shit. Well, um, that, that game has like a remarkable amount of progression in it too. Because you start off with a loincloth banging rocks together and you can end up oh, riding yeah. a dinosaur firing a machine gun by the end of it. Absolutely. And at the end of like the time that I was playing it, we'd gone up north, we'd got like warm clothing, we'd gone into the frozen north, we'd got a pack of... Uh, what's the fucking wolves called from Game of Thrones? Dire wolves? Dire wolves. We had a pack of dire wolves, right? And uh, a bunch of other dinosaurs, and one day, one of us was on the server, and uh, something called a, I think it was a, they're called prime animals? Yeah. Basically, a raptor, a normal fucking raptor, not very strong, right? Prime raptors are like, double the speed, triple the aggression, 
Like, we're talking like a dinosaur on fucking Cocaine. drugs right now. Yeah. And he just literally sped into the base and killed all of our dinosaurs. Oh my god. Like, things that were like four times the size of this motherfucker. Um... And yeah, so then we'd lost like so so many hours of playtime, and we you do make a connection to these imaginary animals, uh, and it's kind of heartbreaking. This this is uh, a formula that that I think Ark Survival Evolved got right, and that Minecraft got right, and uh, that's that. In these types of like crafting and progression games, you you like if you want people to be invested and keep playing, like you have to make them work for their like you know like dragon's horde of decadence or whatever the hell they have there so like you like in minecraft it take it would take for like it takes forever to find diamonds and stuff so the fact that you can have a diamond helmet or a diamond pick or something like that it's like ooh, look at this shiny thing that i've created and in that one you you know it takes so long to actually get the dinosaurs and work your way up to the fact that you have guns and things yeah um that being said it is awful when that <laughs> Happens. Yeah, it was crushing, and it made me and quite a few other people just quit the server because it was literally like a, a, a restart. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we had a great base still and materials and all that, but you'd have to go at back. At the end of the day, you play a dinosaur game for the dinosaurs, um, <laughs> and I think that's where Ark Swo- oh, evolved. People are really gonna failed. think at this point that we have some kind of unhealthy obsession with dinosaurs. Everyone loves dinosaurs, Geyser. Yeah, but some people love dinosaurs more than others. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like the, the, the progression. And then today's survival game, the one that is currently trending, is very popular, arguably has the worst graphics. <laughs> <laughs> the, the graphics are pretty shit, Minecraft proves they don't need to be great. Well, exactly. That's one of the points I'm going to make in a second. Valheim, currently what everyone is playing, uh, came out in February, so this month. Um, Yeah, so you load in, and one of the first things you notice, awful fucking graphics. But, you know what? I kind of love the awful graphics, because it means they spent... A little bit of time making the graphics, and the rest of the time making the fucking game. Which is yeah. what we've been after for so... I just maxed out the mic. So, <laughs> it's, so long. It's, but but um, it, it, that's something that people should tell EA. Right? Like, this is one of the topics we've brought up so many times, is that people are... People? Corporations are making these beautiful, beautiful games. And then you get things... I was, I was gonna say Mass Effect Andromeda, but that also looked pretty fucking ugly. Um, <laughs> where, the, where the story or something else, a core element, is completely neglected. No, what? they kept things simple and they put the theories on paper. Go on. You, you mentioned Mass Effect, and I know I've mentioned Mass Effect in the podcast before, but the original mm. Mass Effect trilogy, one of the. It, it's a sci- sci fi third person shooter single player game, for those that don't know, and it has some of the most brilliant video game writing that I've ever seen. Most brilliant writing in general, like character writing. And mm. then they came out with the fourth game that was set in a whole new universe with a new cast of characters. And the writing was abysmal. Yep. Um, that, yeah. Oh, 
So, but the, you, what you're you're saying there, um, it, you're right. That's something I think more video games. Well, Hades is a perfect example. I've been playing the shit out of that game, yeah. and um, again, it's the graphics aren't anything special. It looks nice. Don't get me wrong. They got it mm. to look nice, but then the writing and the gameplay is what really carries it, and that's yeah, that's yeah. where the thought went into. Yeah. Um. So the beginning of Valheim is very easy. I'd say pretty much anyone can play it. This is like we were saying earlier with Minecraft. If you want to have a real challenge in Minecraft, yeah, you can go and do the nether and you can do the end. That's for people who want to do it. If people just want to st sit around and like build structures, also a very valid option. Exactly. I have uh, a ranch. So it's the same thing with Valheim. Like the first like five hours of it, should we say, hmm. are very chill. Um, you don't really get attacked until like day 25 or something. At least that's what I noticed. I mean, I got attacked the first night we played it. What, Valheim? Yeah. No, 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 I mean, they don't actually come to your base. Like, enemies will not spawn near your base until oh, okay. day 25. Um, well, I, I thought they did. I mean, I, I wouldn't have engaged no. them otherwise. <laughs> uh, I mean, in the middle of the night, if you start going towards the, the Black Forest, then... All right. well, our base was actually quite close well, to the Black Forest. Let's, let's anyway, not get yeah caught up on details, but go on. They, um, Unlike in like Ark Survival of Old, for example, if you had a lump of meat, it would go off, and it would go bad, and it would go rotten, and you can't eat it, right? They, don't, they aren't as anal about things like that in this game. So if you have raw meat just sitting in your inventory, or cooked meat just sitting in your inventory, it doesn't go off, which is just a godsend, because I know it sounds like a trivial thing, but having just a reserve of foods, so you don't have to keep constantly thinking or worrying about food. Some people like, you're not like going that. on there to worry about your diet. You're going on there to play a goddamn game. Well, and I think so, they got that right. I think some people are like looking to have this very super a realistic, yeah, kind yeah. of simulator. But if <laughs> that that's not exactly conducive to fun. Yeah, and I think. The, they, they give you challenge in other ways that isn't just mundane tasks. Um, what I will say about the bloody meat, alright, is that cooking fires, so you need to keep a fire near your bed, because otherwise you can't sleep at night. Alright, hold up, hold up. I, I think there's, there's a point of clarification that's needed for the audience. Was the meat actually bloody, or, or were you just being British? I was being British. Okay, go on. Um... You need to have a fire near a bed to be able to sleep. Which is, alright, fine, that's cool. If you put a fire in your house, you will die of smoke inhalation. <laughs> right? You don't have to worry about it burning down the house, it can't catch fire, but you will die of a fucking smoke inhalation. That being said, if you put the fire just outside of your house, if it's raining, the fire goes out and you can't sleep. So, you have to make this, like, contraption thing, either inside or outside of your house, where it lets out the smoke without letting the rain in. And that is really, really annoying. What you've discovered is the technology of a teepee. K well, kind of, yeah, but if you... Okay, so let's say you have, like, floorboards as your roof, so, like, a flat ceiling, right? Yeah. Floorboards don't stop rain. What? You have to have specifically a thatched roof over the fire in order to stop rain getting through and putting out the fire. I love these, like, 
Like, this the, is like the I early spent hours trying to fucking sort my base out because of this shit. I love that. That's that like buggy nature of like an initial like game. Yeah. Even though the floors are solid, they can't stop rain. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, okay, the the building in that game not very. It's not very smooth. Currently. Yeah. I think I really hope they're gonna do something with that because at the moment. The, like you know how you get magnetically attaching like parts. Yeah. Doesn't work properly. So I hope they patch that in the future. Um, the difficulty spike really starts when you leave the first island. So you're a Viking, by the way. The game's all about being a Viking and getting like acceptance into Valhalla. Um, so you're in this like mid realm. And yeah. mid Yeah. Once you leave the first island, you go on and uh, there's gonna be spoilers ahead, by the way. I didn't even know the and game of the story. The islands... Yeah, the, so there's, like, five bosses, like, world bosses you have to defeat in order to gain worth. Yeah. The first boss is generally on the island you start on. Um, but once you leave the island, the biomes, uh, that's, say, like, the type of, like, jungle, for example, or swamp that you encounter when you've left the initial island are so much more difficult. The toughest enemy you'll fight on the starting island is a troll. And don't get me wrong, they're scary. They're like five times the size of a man and they can two-shot you if you're not careful. But there is, as you heard from me swearing profusely yesterday, Kaiser, <laughs> there is a blob of green goo Literally, it's called Enemy Blob, because they haven't even got a proper name for it yet. In parentheses. Um, in the swamp biome, which will inst Not instantly, but it will poison me once, and it will take off 100 health. Now, most of the time, I have about 80 health at any time. So if we get hit once, and then slowly watch my health drain... <laughs> Gutting. Uh, and yeah, but like the, the, the difficulty is just so much higher when you when you get to these places. And the same with Drogas, um, another enemy that spawns in the swamp. So they really do have yeah, they have the whole um, Norse mythology thing going on, you know. Trolls, yeah, Drogas, Midgard, so, like Yeah. Do you wanna you know what Drogas are? Do you wanna explain that? Well I mean so they're yeah. I mean I can explain what they are. They're in Skyrim too. They are. They're essentially just, like, restless dead in Norse mythology. Mm. Essentially, they, you know... It, they're... Yeah. Think so. Think Norse zombies. Yeah. They, they've got, like, bits of patchwork armor on. They've got axes. They yeah. start, like, shambling towards you through a swamp, right? So, they got quite a bit of health, but they don't... I don't know. They're not the worst. So, you kill them, and they drop their entrails, right? I'm oh, sorry boy. if that's too graphic for anyone, but it's going to get worse. Um, <laughs> the entrails, you pick them up, and whenever you pick up an item in the game, it shows you all the recipes you can make with that item. So I pick up this dead zombie's entrails, like its guts, basically. And it says, Bing, you have a new recipe. You can make sausages now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> wants to eat sausages out of the stomach of a freaking long dead zombie oh my word that being uh, said 
it's one of the most nutritious foods in the game, so you don't have much of a choice. I guarantee you there's some fucking hippie out there who's like, yeah, drink mud, eat crickets, bite zombies. Mm. Well, I, I would actually be interested in someone playing this game in, like, a uh, speedrun, but that is, like, a vegan-only mode. Oh, God. Where they can only eat berries or carrots. That'd be quite interesting. Well, I mean, we've, we've talked about, um... Speed runs before, and yeah, yeah, that would be you know, they add those particular criteria. Be a fun challenge, yeah. Um, and the last couple things so the world bosses I talked about every time you defeat a world boss, you get like a special power, right? And you can only have one of these powers activated at once. So, the first boss you fight is this big deer, which is like kind of metallic and it has these like electric horns, right. Um, very easy boss, I'm not gonna lie. Um, first time we fought it, we were so over-equipped that it just ate a massive pile of poop. Uh, and yeah, it went down real easy. And that gave us the ability to have, um, for five minutes every 20 minutes, we could run for an extra 50% longer. Which is great, because there's a, you do a lot of running around in that game. Um, the second boss significantly harder, like very, very hard. I went in tool to the nines and I almost got my ass kicked by a single attack that they did. Because you went in like um, a tool. Good. Because you went in like a tool. And um, when uh, when I went back to do it with uh, Mass and Scott and Nick, um, we, I, I was kind of ready for it, I prepped, feel like they weren't, they, they probably thought it was going to be as easy as the first boss, despite, kind of, I didn't spoil anything for them, but I gave them kind of vague warnings. Yeah. Uh, all three of them died at one point or another during that fight, <laughs> and the boss smashed the portal to get to the island, so I had to rebuild the portal mid-fight with him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they could uh, get back, right? Yeah, so they, they could respawn. get back and continue yeah. fighting. Um, and his special ability... Every so often, much like with the first one, it's like five minutes every twenty minutes. Yeah, you can cut wood twice as fast. I so what? I, <laughs> I will say that. Um, I mean, sorry. Is there any any final bits of the description or? I was just gonna say it's not the full version yet, uh, so I'm not sure if it's entirely worth the. What is it like twenty dollars? Twenty dollars, yeah. Costs. Yeah, but if it keeps going the way it is now, it will be definitely worth that money money yeah so the, i probably stopped playing it because i only played about like two hours of it maybe three hours mm. um and from what i saw when i played it it was just this is just you know seven days to die but vikings and it just i was just I we, we've played a... so many of these survival like crafting games that i'm just like I'm sick to death of them because if I'm just if I want if I want to scratch that itch, you know, I'm just going to play Minecraft because that's the one that I know is good. But yeah. so many of them have just been like, you know, Ark Survival Evolved. It's Minecraft, but dinosaurs. Seven Days to Die. It's Minecraft, but more zombies. Uh, yeah. You know, the forest. It's Minecraft, but tribalism. Oh, this one, it's shit, just man. like it's Minecraft, but Vikings. Mm -hmm. it just it. It feels like it's aping on a trend that's that's ten years old. But having heard your description of it now and all of the other little bits, the fact that there is a story, there are more things for you to do in the game. 
maybe I'll give it another chance. Okay. But just just from my initial first impression, I I was I I remember I I quit because like I was sitting there and we're building a house or whatever and uh, you guys were having a blast and I'm over there whacking a rock or a tree and gathering wood and I'm like I have done this so many thousands of times in so many yeah. different games. What is wrong with my life? And I was like, alright, I'm going to eat dinner. Bye, guys. I mean, granted, but I think the uh, th there's definitely levels here, right? So, I would say, as a survival game, yeah, they're all, they ha all have similarities, right? Yeah. But I would say the similarities between survival games is not nearly as close as the similarities between Battle Royales. <laughs> that... That's why I can't play them. Like, that's one of the reasons I can't play them. Because I... they're just so fucking samey. Mm. There's... With exception to Blazing Sails, actually, because... Yeah, I was gonna say, because that, that's a fairly... One. They took a fairly unique take on the concept with that one. Yeah, but I wouldn't it... even really call that a Battle Royale, because, I mean, there's, like, four teams. Yeah, I'm thinking about... Well, I'm thinking about the two Battle Royales I've probably put the most time in, and that's, you know, PUBG and, um... Uh, Apex Legends. By the way, yeah. uh, just I feel like I should always clarify because we we know about these things. But battle royale games are typically um, some kind of a game like you start off in some kind of a massive arena of some kind. There's a certain number of players on the map, usually in teams, and the Normally last about a hundred. What? Normally about a hundred. Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's well, not in Apex? That's why I said usually, I, just mm. a number of players. Um, and the map will slowly get smaller over the course of the game, and the last team standing wins. That's all it is. Uh, so, PUBG, probably one of the first games to really popularize this. You get dropped on an island out of a plane, and you have to scrounge for weapons and equipment, and then, you know, fight your way. You have a four-person team, depending on the game mode. The other one I've put a lot of time on is Apex Legends, and I feel like they... They're sort of the same in concept, but the way they execute it is entirely different. Like in PUBG, it's very much a realistic kind of shooter, for the most part. You can get vehicles, it's, you know, realistic weapons, and despite the fact that you can deflect a sniper bullet with a pan strapped to your ass, like, there's... It, it's, it tries to go for the more realistic shooter, quote-unquote, mm. uh, profile. But Apex Legends is the opposite. It's like everyone has powers. You could be a goofy robot. You could fire zip lines. You can, you know, play a robot that fires a fucking Hadouken magic rainbow ball. Like, it goes much more for the uh, class-based, like, power thing. Like, it's it's like, it's the Overwatch of Battle Royale games. Yeah, and I think if I were ever to go back to any Battle Royale, I think my favorite by far has been... Player unknowns battlegrounds because, um, admittedly, you do spend like a lot of time building up gear for a two-minute fight, if that. Yeah. But there's some really cool, just like in-the-moment things during that game. Like, I don't know if you remember when the desert map first came out. Mm -hmm. It was when you coined the phrase "throwing a hot dog down a hallway" or something. <laughs> Uh, when we were like in a minivan trying to squeeze a minivan through a small chapel. Yes, um, there was a tiny door. So 
you can get one of those old VW vans that, that yeah. they, honestly, it was and it was red. It looked like a fucking hot dog, and we're trying to squeeze it through a door to a building. <laughs> and uh, and like the motorbikes in that, that was amazing. Uh, and there was one where we were like in an old abandoned town. And we had these lever action Winchesters. Yeah, it felt like an actual cowboy film kind of thing. Well, I yeah, I do. There were a lot of fun moments in that game. It's the reason we clocked in so many hours. The, the in twenty seven, like I think in t- within the course of a few months, we clocked over like three hundred hours on the game at least. Um, I I still remember. I, there's a video on my YouTube channel of the uh, that that well, stupid match that one. I no the stupid oh. match that I won with the with just driving around in a car. Like yeah. I got this this shitty sedan I that, that I just, I won the game just driving around in the damn thing. I never got out, never used the gun. I just ran people over the whole time. There was so much you could do, and it had a kind of veneer on it because it wasn't all new flashy. Like a lot of games these days were all like mech suits and plastic um, weapons and skins and shiny things that it had the eye. It had a very gritty appearance, and it had had a very unpolished feel as a video game, and I think that that contributed to its success. Absolutely. It it was kind of a breath of fresh air from the rest of the games in the pool at the time, and still to this day, really. But uh, with the massive, you know, popularity of Fortnite, which is a game I would consider A, to be shiny, B, to be plasticky, etc., um... It does just grab a massive chunk of the player base, and so Player Unknown's Battleground had to add bots to their game, and now it's become not nearly as fun, apparently. Yeah, well, now you have to fight the Terminator every match. Yeah. Um, have you seen the Viva La Dirt League thing? The what? Viva La Dirt League, they did, like, um, a sketch where, like, a Terminator walks out and then fires, like, a million bullets and doesn't hit a single one because yes, it's okay. a bot. I think you've sent me this video before, yeah. Probably, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I do, I think part of what you're talking about might be nostalgia goggles, because, I don't know, I think we, we went back and played it, like, a year or so ago, um, like, you, me, Adam, and maybe Yi, and we were on that new map, the, the tiny one, with less vehicles. Oh, I don't think the new map was as good, they're not. It's like, marshland, and who the fuck wants marshland? Well, it, it, I think... One of the things it took out was the vehicles, and the vehicles were one of the most fun things. Half the videos. Oh, that was a snow map. Half the was videos it? on my YouTube channel from back in the, the the PUBG days were like us fucking up on vehicles. I think I have one of you like drunkenly shouting at me while you flipped over on a motorcycle. Yeah, that was one of the, that was like the first one we ever did. I think. Yeah, one of the yeah. And then there was um, the uh, the French guy. Uh, you got the backpack. Oh, yeah. uh, your backpack. You German? <coughs> God damn it! I was drinking tea. Sorry. Yeah, that was one of the best videos we made. The the you German. Oh. Holy fuck! Um, that just cracked to, me up to so describe, the, to give the backstory to this, because I don't want to just reference the video and not actually yeah, explain sorry, to people just... listening. So one of the old uh, PUBG. This is when I first started making like YouTube videos just for fun. Um, mm. One of them was a game we were playing and. We had a three-person squad, and so we got a fourth person as a random added to our team. And there's voice chat in the game. And, you know, a backpack is one of the first things that you want to pick up because it allows you to pick up more equipment and store more grenades and ammo and whatnot. 
and the guy clearly he had a he had a fairly thick accent. I think it was French, but the guy goes. Um, I mean, it was kind of Eastern European, I thought. But... Maybe yeah, that's true. Maybe Eastern European. But we were speculating about it in our our private call and not talking about it in game. And um, we because he's like, oh, you have a backpack, uh, you know what, a backpack. Yeah. Me and Kaiser were like debating what language what the it accent was, was. Just the two of us. And then Adam, our friend Adam, just in the all chat goes like, "Are you German?" <laughs> I didn't even hear his response. We were right. We didn't hear it because we'd all cracked up laughing so hard. We asked him twice, and we still didn't know what the fucking answer was. Oh my god! But I think uh. that's that's my point. Is like. This also ties back into the survival crafting games. The ones that really last and the ones that you keep playing over and over again, um, they they have to have that kind of like that just that indescribable little piece of magic that makes you just like the game is there and when you play it you just you know you and you you have these these awesome moments that keep you coming back. Hmm. And um, I think that's you know PUBG did that. Minecraft's done that. Apex has done that um, a good amount for me, too. Yeah, and, and not to make it too uh, emo or anything, but um, it was actually a survival game that I met Kaiser in. So. Oh, shit, that's true. Yeah, there's... Uh, it, they can also be quite good to, to meet other people. That's right, video games. Assholes, but, you know. <laughs> video games is modern-day networking. It is. <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah. I cut you off. What were you saying? <laughs> No, no, I was just going to say, you get plenty of people that you won't like in those games, but then you'll also occasionally find people that you do. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm still waiting to find one of those people, but you know. Actually, I'm going <laughs> to... One final thought before we kind of close out the segment. Um, yeah, this is... I mean, I, I met Scott and Adam through playing Halo, and I, one of the things that I found tragic with uh, Xbox Live multiplayer is when they added the private party system... So where you could go into a private call while you're playing in a game. Mm. It made sense why they did it. But it, it, I feel like it really, really hampered the... Yeah, it made sense tactically, but socially it was bad. Well, right. But the thing is, like, most of the time, like, even if I'm playing by myself and I've got a team of four random people... You know, say I'm playing Halo 4v4. I could be in a private call with one of my other friends and not even hear a word that my team is saying, right? So yeah. I, I feel like, and a lot of people did that, so you'd end up with what is essentially just a bot on the team because you can't communicate with them. And I, like, I understand that people want to be able to talk to each other, like, talk to their friends, and they maybe don't want to deal with random people. I just feel like adding that destroyed the whole community feel. Because, like, you, like, meeting people on, on PUBG, right? On Halo, that's, that's how I, I, I met a lot of friends on there, people who I, I still know and talk to to this day. But yeah. Or maybe this is just me getting old. <laughs> maybe a little column A, a little column B. Oh dear. Anyway, yes, let's. Uh, yeah, let's let's end it we there. Have a this has been a very. Treat. Yeah, uh, this has been a very two. heavy uh, gaming segment. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got to get it in somewhere because we're not going to be able to talk about gaming in segment two or three. Well, that's true. Yeah, segment two, you know, media. We've got, we've got some media to talk about. Segment three is quiz yeah. time. I get to quiz you. They're both gonna be treats because for segment two, we, we got a I set a little special secret for this for this week. Oh god. Um, and also, of course, 
Kaiser will be quizzing me. Quizzing all over me for segment three. You just made me feel very uncomfortable. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is going to be the end of segment one of the TMCJ podcast. Thank you for listening, and you will hear us again momentarily. Welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. Uh, it has been an hour and a half since we recorded the first segment because Oof. holy fuckamoly did we just watch the most fucking amazing movie ever. Yep. Oh boy, was it fucking... I mean, we get, went into it knowing that it would be batshit and it's uh, achieved our expectations and more. So... Blue told me about this movie like a week or so ago, and I completely no, forgot. No, it was a couple days. It was a couple days ago. Okay, well, it was during work. Yeah. I, you know, just kind of blanked yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, that's fine. But, so, he, he told me about it. He told me to watch the trailer. I never did. But I'm so glad that we ended up watching it. Because, it. so, first of all, the premise, if you know the game Five Nights at well, Freddy's. I haven't even said the name of it yet. Oh, sorry, it's Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. If you know the, the the game Five Nights at Freddy's, basically, or if you don't, it's a very simplistic jump scare horror game. It was basically made for YouTubers to jump and go ah while they were playing it. Um, but it's <laughs> they took that premise of these animatronic figures from like a Chuck E. Cheese knockoff coming to life and murdering people, which was the point of that game, uh, and then stuck Nick Cage in it and had him beat the ever loving shit out of them. So, quick synopsis of the movie, um, and I'm just going to spoil the shit out of it, because even if you know what happens in this movie, it is still worth watching. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it's what, like watching Transformers. You don't need a fucking plot there. You oh, just yeah. want to see robots beating, beating up. Yeah. <laughs> so, you've got Nicolas Cage starring in the movie. Already I'm in. Um, he gets uh, his tires blown out as he's driving into a town and picked up by a very chatty um, tow truck guy. He needs to get his tires repaired, doesn't have cash, doesn't have an ATM, so he gets a deal to clean up this um, this old abandoned like Chuck E. Cheese-like knockoff called Willy's Wonderland. And they lock him inside, and it's very clear that something nefarious is going on. But they're told, they're, they're, he's told by the guy that owns it, you know, you clean the place up, you get it nice and looking nice for me, ready to open, and, uh, you know, I'll pay for your car repairs, and your car will be out here ready for you the next day. Now, the, the secret bit of this is that, you know, while he's in there, the animatronic figures come to life and try to eat him. He's basically in there as a human sacrifice. But... <laughs> The first one that tries to eat him, he, like, breaks a mop in half and just beats the ever-loving shit out of it. <laughs> and uh, then just puts it in a trash bag casually, cleans up, changes his shirt, and goes back to cleaning the fucking restaurant. Yeah, also you're forgetting all of the, um, <laughs> the advertisement, Kaiser. The, uh, what? The drink? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time he takes a break, he's uh, he's chugging what I initially thought were beers, but it very clearly says pop on the side of the can, that being a yeah. Midwestern term for soda. Uh, it's a punch energy drink, and I just looked it up, and I don't think it's a real thing, so it's like they're putting in fake ad a fake advert as just, like, a joke. Yeah, because it's, it's, like, he shows the label very conspicuously every time he drinks it. Yeah. 
Um, and it just becomes like a running joke throughout the throughout the movie. Parallel to this, there is a uh, what I what I called in my notes a retarded Scooby Gang. It's just a bunch of these kids who who know the place is evil and they're they're trying to to kill it. At, they're being led by this one chick who has a traumatic past with the place and decides it needs to go. And I just have to read off my nicknames for these people because I think they describe them perfectly. So we we have the leader chick um, who I actually didn't name, which is appropriate because I she actually lived. Spoiler alert. Um, so we have the lock picking hooker. The ghetto kid, the dumb white dude, uh, the whiny bitch, and Specs. Hey, whoa, 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 time out, time out. Did you call the lockpicking hooker like the lockpicking lawyer, but hooker? Well, that that's that wasn't. It was wasn't that what you were going for? No, that wasn't oh, okay. intentional. I just, I was like, she's dressing like a hooker and she's picking locks. I thought that uh, it was just appropriate. Oh it, was, it was very literal. <laughs> okay, God, yeah. Um. The, 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 the whiny dude and the, the white guy just pissed me off. Like, the white guy was just like, oh, I just want to be a hero so bad. Yeah, that, I mean, he was basically he pissed a me ser- off less than the, um, the, 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 the whiny guy. The whiny guy, he's like terrified of going in there, and then he decides, I know, we're in the middle of a place that we know people have been murdered. We know that there's still animatronics running around murdering people. Yeah. We know... That the room we're currently standing in is where they all committed murder, and he's uh, forever yeah. sleep. Um, and we also know that the machines run around killing people. So when he sees the machine in the room, and he's still effing and jeffing, I mean, then what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> I mean, so first of all, I think this is—they were going for a very like B horror movie kind of feel where. Oh yeah! Like basically, it was just you're supposed to, as the audience, scream like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, and at the same time, it's like, "Ooh, sex." That being said, <laughs> so I, I, let me finish the plot synopsis, and then then we, we yeah, sorry, go go deeper. So basically, they um, in the middle of the night go back there because they realize Nicolas Cage has been placed inside this place as a sacrifice. And um, so they try to break in to save him and get him out of there because they, they know the secret history and they, it's immoral and all that sort of stuff. Um, long story short, they get in there and they make absolute asses of themselves because they're, they're just like, they're the stereotypical like activist teenagers. Like they think they can change the world and do all these amazing things just by the power of friendship and determination and they just get their asses kicked. Um... So, that happens. They get inside, and Nick Cage just won't even listen to him. He won't even talk. Actually, Nick Cage doesn't say a single word for the entire movie. He's He just looks badass and stays completely silent. <laughs> and so he just continues to clean the place while the rest of them are, like, you know, well, the girl's trying to convince him to leave, and the other ones are basically run around, running around getting slaughtered. Um, the hooker and the ghetto guy, they're apparently a couple, um, and they actually had some of my favorite lines from from that the Scooby Gang. Um, also, the Ghetto Guy was the only one that actually fought back besides the leader chick. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Did when when the Alec like so, no 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 so well he couldn't get up and fight back because the other chick was you know banging him at the same time. But no, when the alligator bit him, he starts like pounding the thing in the face with his other hand. Huh. Like he he still dies, but like that. he was the only one that fought. I like that guy. 
Like, he was also the only voice of reason. Like, why are we even here? Let's get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I kind of put him down as a coward. Really? Yeah. No, I, I... But, I mean, he was... He was the... He had a very, like, blunt practicality. Because they were in over their heads. That's true. It was supernatural shit. And tons of other people had died. So weighing up the pros and cons, he was right. Let's get the fuck out of here. And well, Nick Cage would have been... stopped the girl going in in the first place. Like, he was more concerned about other people looking up his girlfriend's skirt than a girl going in to die. Yeah, okay. That's... I guess that's true. But he... I mean... <laughs> and then he didn't go in after her, which means he's a pussy. As far as I'm concerned. No, he did go in after her. No, he didn't. He got pushed through the roof. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was ready to leave. But, again, that's what I mean when I say blunt practicality. Like, he, um... Oh, what am I trying to say? Like, the first girl went in. And, you know, it's like, alright, you know, it's your funeral. She's gonna let us in. And then when they're all like, let's go in after her... He's like, no, no, fuck this. We, you know, we've lost one person. We've lost this guy. You know, I don't know this guy. He wanted to get out of there with his girlfriend, but she was like, no, we're, we're, she decided to climb up on her own, and rather than leave her behind and get out of there himself, he followed her up reluctantly. And the only reason they all fell in was because of the dumbass white dude who, like, tackled him to the ground. Yeah, I don't know, I'm still, still kind of on the white dudes. Anyway. Anyway, so, just to wrap up the summary, because there isn't much left, um, through a contrived series of events, most of the Scooby gang, except for the leader chick, die. And, uh, her, like, there's a point in the movie, excuse me, where, like, she is trying her best to, like, fight off the lizard thing, she's stabbing it and everything, then Nick Cage comes in and just beats the ever-loving shit out of it, and she's just standing there looking confused. <laughs> I laughed so hard just at her facial expression in that scene. Yeah? Uh, just, anyway. So, <laughs> the whole movie wraps up with, uh, you know, Nick Cage. He manages not only to survive the night, he kills all of the animatronic figures, manages to get the place looking spick and span and nice and clean and everything. He gets his car back to the bewildered looks of the people who locked him in there and uh, takes off with the girl. And that's that's pretty much the movie. There's a there's a, a pointless. I, I honestly there's a pointless scene at the end where the uh, the people who locked him in there get blown up. I, I didn't think I. Well, I'll wait to get into that. But I honestly had a lot more sympathy with the townsfolk, um, because, like they they were doing what they had to do. They were trying to survive, and you know they did some fucked up shit to survive. Uh, I, 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 uh, uh, my, are we good to go? Yeah, 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 sorry, go okay. on. Keep, I'm, that's the whole plot synopsis, um, Nick Cage drives off into the sunset like a badass with his new, you know, girl. Daughter. Um. <laughs> Is it a daughter? It didn't seem like a, like a father-daughter kind of relationship. It surely is not a, like, partner, because that age difference is way too big. Like, Maybe. Way too big. Um, anyway, so, uh, no, I think the townsfolk are wankers, and, uh, frankly, they had, like, an armed contingent police force 
they could have just gone in there at any time and blown the fucking animatronics heads off. Yeah, I will say, I, I don't know why the shotgun was never used. Right? Like, like if, if Nick Cage can just... Like, these things are about the same... Like, uh... Consistent, whatever, the uh, resistance level as a normal human. Right? If Nick Cage can, like, crush its head off with his thighs... Right? <laughs> that did happen. Yes, you heard me right. There, yeah, there is uh, a scene where Nick Cage crushes an animatronic fairy with his thighs. Yeah. Um, then they can absolutely walk in there with a single, like, shotgun. Bam! Eight shots. I, I will They're say... They're even yeah, lined okay. up for them. Go on. The logic doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but... The way they explained it, that, you know, these townsfolk were terrified, it was killing, like, their friends and family, you know, and kids and everything, and they were just exactly. like... Well, I, I know the, like, the the strong, moral, upstanding thing to do would be to just go in there with an armed contingent and blow it apart. But, you know, I don't know. You you need to have the... Because the pe you gotta... People are gonna die doing that. Yeah, but it'd been going on for 20 years. Honestly, this was set in rural America. They could have just, you know, asked a couple of the locals. I'm sure a couple of them would have had M60s. You could have just taken the place out. I mean, yeah, like, the, even when the sheriff walks in, she's like, oh my god, he killed six of them. Yeah, she should have... lock him up. I, I, exactly. I was confused by that. I, I thought that it was going to be like, oh, he's killed six of them. Now we should, like, team up and, like, act we, we might actually yeah. have a chance. On the drive over, she was all like, oh, I've done this terrible thing. You know, this yeah. horrible, horrible event. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, let's... <laughs> there, there is a bit of inconsistent writing, but, I mean, to be fair, what this movie is about is let's watch Nick Cage beat the shit out of animatronic figures. It is. I mean, there's, there's no real, like... The plot is, of course, going to be fucking bizarre as all heck. Um, it's, so, it's just a really good like beat 'em up, really. There, there's a few, there's a few things that I wrote down like watching the movie. Um, oh yeah, so j just a couple of the things that I jotted down like while I was watching it that I wanted to remember saying. Um, mm. One, I thought it was hilarious that they did a montage of Nicolas Cage being a janitor. Like, it's literally just a sped-up thing of him cleaning a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like, nothing else is I, happening in that scene. When that was happening, I was like, hang on, no, 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 you can't just wipe away rust like that. That's not realistic. I literally was like, hmm, dubious of this cleaning method. I've played enough train renovation simulator to know that you can't just wipe that shit away. <laughs> so, the, there was that. And then I, I was like, um, when the girl was explaining to Nick Cage, like, what what had happened in the town. Yeah, um, the ritual and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what I wrote down was, like, she sounds like a really bored dungeon master. Like, because it was, it was... She delivered yeah. it in such a bland monotone. Oh, and they even did the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that's right. They That's the whole thing. The animatronic figures were... There's a whole conspiracy that I glossed over, because, honestly, it's really not that important. The, the whole reason yeah. the animatronic figures have come to life is because, uh, like, a mass-murdering satanic cult did a Kool-Aid suicide and then merged their spirits with the animatronic figures. 
Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> I loved the choice of the song at the end of the movie. What was it? They they chose it's Freebird. Um, like as he's going out of there, um, the the line at the beginning of the song is. Um, if I leave here tomorrow, and right. that's the whole like he, he did. He left the next day. Oh just, yeah, yeah, no, I did catch that actually. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's a it was a very good musical choice for the end of it. Hmm. And there was a lot of um, hmm, what's the word? The I'm 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 trying to find a word and I can't find it. Waffle. Um, okay, so speaking of the um, the interactions, there, there were a couple moments where, like, you really got the impression that everyone else was afraid of these things, and that they were a legitimate threat to everyone else in the oh, movie. Oh, fuck, yeah. Except yeah, yeah. for Nicolas Cage. So, I'm <laughs> not very good with horror films. I don't think Kaiser is particularly either. I, I don't mind, like, I, I said this previously, I don't like jump scares, I think they're lazy. Um... But like yeah. normal horror films with like supernatural shit, I'm fine with them. They don't, they don't do anything to me. They don't elicit any feelings. The ones that get me are psychological horror. The ones that get inside my head. Uh, well, what I was gonna get at was like, I was not on the edge of my seat at any point. Like, okay, I was on the edge of my seat, wanted to see the action, but mm. I was never like, oh no, th they could get killed right now. Yeah, I think In fact, it's... if anything, at one point, I was slightly like, is Nicolas Cage going to kill all the kids? <laughs> <laughs> I was genuinely like, is he the actual, like, serial killer in all this? Is he, like, I, I still is just... that the twist? I still just love that he spent the entire movie and he didn't say a fucking word. He did grunt a lot, though. He did. That, that was the only, you know, audible noises that he made. He also did his little dance when he wanted the pinball game. Yeah, that was fucking weird. That <laughs> was fucking amazing. It's a lot like an alien trying to be a human. Well, you've just described Nicolas Cage. That's what, yeah, I mean, his acting in this. Um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I should, I should clarify that Nicolas Cage has been one of my favorite actors for a long time, and... Not because he's necessarily a great actor. It's just because he's a very entertaining actor. There are movies he's been really good in, and there are movies he's been just horrendous in, and no matter how he acts, it's always hilarious to watch, or at least very yeah. entertaining. He's great at being Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nicolas like, no Cage. No one can replicate that. There's a there's a website called like everyoneisnickcage.com or something like that. I can't remember what it's called exactly. But they basically photoshop Nick's ca Nick Cage's face on like everything. There's one of him yeah. photoshopped on the like the box for Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> so it's like this little girl's body with Nick Cage's face. <laughs> oh man. Uh Nick uh, he's is... he's been a he's been a bit of a, a meme and something I've I've found entertaining ever since I was in high school like 15 years ago. How much does he get paid? Like, is he... So obviously most of the people in that movie are going to get paid, like, jack shit, because they're not big actors. He's probably going to get a lot, but the thing is, like, it became a joke a long time ago that Nick Cage just will act in any movie he can. 
Exactly. Um, There's a reason for it, though. He he actually did a lot of real estate investing um, back in the early 2000s, and it all went south. So he ended up millions of dollars in debt. And so he started just doing any movie he could find to try and, like, get out of it. And Um, he found his niche. Yeah, exactly. And ironically, that's what, like, made him a meme, which has kept him famous. That's what makes the movies he's in popular, I think. Because, I mean, we wouldn't have watched this today if it wasn't for Nick Cage in it. That's true. That is actually um, true. So, I don't know, how did, do they pay him a lot or not? Because obviously, yeah, no one else is getting paid much. Yeah, because the other uh, actors were just, like, fairly niche people. Yeah, I thought, I've never seen them before. Or I thought I recognized the main chick, but um, I was thinking of somebody, there's just somebody else who looks very similar to her in a TV show I watched. I tried looking right. it up. But also, I mean, it's great for them, because they're like, I was in a film with Nicolas Cage. Well, I mean, honestly, yeah. You can tell that they're all going to get a lot of uh, attention out of that. Yeah. Um, Holy fuck. But no, great great movie. And it didn't drag on too long, either. I think an hour and a half. Because we've been watching a lot of films which are like two plus hours. Yeah, yeah. It was was an an hour and a half. half Refreshing. Yeah, there was no time that was wasted. There was no moment where I'm like, all right, they're going to do this for about 15 minutes. Like, the fight mm. scenes were, were visceral and quick. Yeah. But, well, I don't know. I w- they weren't too quick. Like, they, they, they didn't cut away every, like, two fights to a different scene. Well, that, that, uh, like, but that's kind of what I mean. They, so, like, I'm going to use the, the fight with the knight as an example, right? Okay. So um, the whiny bitch gets shanked in the chest, and then he dies. And then the other people run away, and then the girl is, like, dodging around. And then Nicolas Cage comes off break, and then he beats the shit out of the night while she looks confused. And that's the whole scene. Yeah. Like, it it was exactly the length it needed to be. Like, for, for as silly and goofy as this movie was, it, it showed a remarkable degree of skill in the way that they actually wrote it and presented it. Mm. Oh, so so for a quick, um, uh, like, within synopsis, mm. there were eight uh, animatronics. First one was an ostrich yep. beaten to death with a broom handle. Yeah, oh, and Nick, Nick Cage pulled its animatronic spine out of its throat. It did. Next was a uh, big, like, cuddly monkey that attacked him in the toilet. Which he uh, curb stomped into a urinal. Thank you. Uh, third one was the was it the night? Uh, I think the third one was the night. Yeah. Yeah. So third, the night gone. You gonna? Oh, so there was one that uh, the girl fought before that, but she didn't kill it. That was the fairy. Yeah, but I'll leave that until last because it's the last yeah, one to die. That is the last one to die. Um, so the knight was decapitated with his own sword. Yep. By uh, the cage, of course. <laughs> I, they're all killed by the cage, but whatever. What were you going to say? I, no, I was just going to say, while I was watching the movie, I honestly thought they were going to throw a bone either to the sheriff or to the girl and have one of them kill one of them. But no, mm. Nick Cage kills all of them. And what was the uh, line from the girl? Yeah, it's yeah, like, you don't understand. He's not trapped in here with them. They're trapped in here with him. Yep. The, uh, the fourth one was the lizard woman. Uh, strangled by Cage, smashed into arcade machines, and then, what, he just, like, punched our lights out in the end, doesn't he? Yeah, well, and the, the fairy, he does... I'll let you, you know, you talk about it later, but yeah, the, I'm going the, he, he, the fairy is the one he crushes with his thighs. 
Yeah, so the, then he, he, like, sits on the fucking fairy, and he has his hands cuffed behind his back. That's I, why should, not... I should clarify, it's an actual fairy. We're not using any derogatory language. I don't think anyone thought we were. It's like a Tinkerbell-esque Yeah, character. like a Tinkerbell character. You never know these days. And, um, yeah, so he, he like, crushes her, I would say windpipe, but she's a machine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, she doesn't quite die from that, and she ends up, like, blowing herself up at the end of the film. Yeah, we'll, but yeah. we'll get to that one, but yeah, so... Uh, so the, that's the, the fifth one, right? Yeah. yeah. So the sixth one is the, uh, the turtle. Right. So... The turtle... Go on. Well, okay, no, 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 finish. He, he technically is the last one to die. Uh, true, but he, he, okay. Uh, he, he goes out, he leaves the place, and he tries to kill the cop and, and the uh, girl, the, the little girl. I, uh, he just gets weird calling her a little like, girl, she's like 20-something. Well, yeah, but she, smallest girl, then. Yeah. <laughs> Younger than Nick uh, Cage. Yes, significantly. Uh, and she just beats the crap out of him with the butt of a shotgun which isn't loaded and somehow the animatronic was able to unload the shotgun with those giant fucking hands yeah um, and anyway yeah so I should, uh, should clarify that when she when he says he beat she beat him with the shotgun she literally like slams him in the nuts with the butt of the gun yeah I didn't like the fact that it talked so much really like, they were trying to go for something a bit more funny, and I, I kind of didn't it need It does. The... It lessens the threat level when they, they talk yeah. too much, I think. It's like, yeah. she finally fucking killed one, and it seemed like the most pansy-ass one. Like, well, I mean, that's probably I, why I, she was the one that, you know, she was able to beat it. So that was, what, number six? So there's two more. Yeah. There you... was... Uh, oh, the crocodile. Fuck, I forgot about the crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it, how does Nick Cage kill the crocodile? Uh, it's it, so when they go in the room and find him like over the bodies of the the hooker and the ghetto kid, mm. they um, like he's he's like over the bodies and Nick Cage is getting ready to fight him, and then it's like oh it's break time and so he hands the knife to the girl and leaves. Oh yeah, and then eventually he comes back. No and, no no. Oh That's no, you're lizard. right. I'm thinking That's of a lizard. lizard. I'm thinking of a lizard. Uh, yeah no. So in that room, oh the crocodile he rips his head in half. Oh yeah, fuck! He grabs his fucking jaws and like thanks, yeah, just, sorry yeah, for that image. rips rips his uh, head in half and then like pulls his his larynx out through his mouth. Yeah, um, and then finally it was the uh, weasel, which I can't remember. Willie the weasel, last one. Yeah, Willie the weasel. Uh, he just like he gets beaten by the weasel at first because the weasel seems to have like telekinetic powers. Yeah. Uh, but then the weasel stops using the telekinetic powers, lets him get his cans of punch energy drink. <laughs> well, what it what it is is the weasel knocks him into the ball pit and assumes he's dead. Yeah, and but then, then why doesn't he eat him? Uh, because he's in the ball pit. I don't know. So anyway, Nick Cage comes back with a bag full of energy drinks and uh, the two broomstick parts that he's taped together, uh, <laughs> and is somehow able to uh, block the. Very sharp metal claws. They're able to cut a lady in two with yeah. uh, the wooden broomstick whilst simultaneously beating the crap out of the weasel with a bag, Full a burlap soda. sack of, like, energy drinks. <laughs> it was so good. 
But that, that, I mean, that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Nick Cage is the only one who's immune to the damage. Mm. Um, yeah, he does take up, like, ten or twelve, like, massive claw scratches. Yeah. And just don't phase him. Wait, every time he gets a wound, he just duct tapes it. <laughs> I don't think he duct tapes himself after that. Cause he that was, didn't, like, no, all over no. his body. No, he duct taped himself after the gorilla and after the ostrich. Yeah. I didn't know why he was duct taping around his, like, stomach. Also, he... In that fucking scene with the gorilla, when he's going through the toilet stalls, yeah, you can really see the bulk he's got on his stomach. <laughs> like, he's put on a little bit of weight. Yeah. I mean, come on, the guy's like 50-something now. Yeah, but like, it <laughs> doesn't help for the movie, I guess. Well, I think that's kind of the point. Like, he's he's not supposed to look like some kind of a, like, traditional action hero. He's supposed to just look like some schlubby middle-aged man that for some reason is a fucking badass. I think they do try and portray him as like a badass cuz like Well they they do. But but it's like he's not supposed to look like he's a badass. Like he's not supposed to look like super imposing. He does though. He's got the black leather jacket, he's got the sunglasses, he's got the like Yeah, the, but the what I what I mean hair. is like all of that stuff screams midlife crisis. That doesn't Does scream it? bad at To me, it does. <laughs> I mean, he's like he's fifty something. He's driving around in a fucking you know, uh, what is it, uh, Camaro. He's got the leather jacket and the facial hair and the fucking wraparound shades. Like that screams midlife crisis to me. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh. Anyway, yeah. So and then yeah, he managed to kill the weasel. And the one you were referring to earlier. Um, the two the people who locked him in, uh, they they think that oh it's all over we're finally free and then the fairy comes back out of the the thing mm. and blows herself up by uh, like putting a a rag in their gas tank. Um, oh yeah. and the, sorry and then there's a turtle who at the very end of the movie is Nick Cage and his new ambiguous Dolce. lady friend are driving off into the distance. The turtle's in the middle of the road, and Nick Cage just plows him over with his car. Hmm. Uh, yes, so that was that movie. Uh, there's not really much more to say about it other than, you know... It was so good! What's already been said. I can't believe... I just, I'm glad that we ended up watching it um, today and just gave the thoughts right off the bat because, Jesus, that movie was fucking amazing. Hmm... Oh, but yes, anyway, moving on to the next uh, film that we watched this week, which was one that you've seen before, and it was your choice for movie night this week. It was. Uh, I'd not seen it before, but I'd seen like a short video of um, like a, a band had put their music over uh, certain clips from this uh, anime film. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is really cool music. I linked it to Kaiser, and Kaiser was like, we got to watch this film. Yeah. So we did. So... Uh, Yep, sorry, do you wanna do you wanna talk about it? Yep. So we have watched uh the film Red Line. Uh it's all about a a group of I wanna say it's like drag racing. Wait, is drag racing the right word? Uh drag racing usually is a very short, straight line race. Yeah, I mean it pretty much was that. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like these junked up machines, like uh something from Wacky Races if you've seen that. Um where they have like nitrous and all this kind of thing and the machines are barely holding together but they've got like missiles and super mega boosters and they can go over water um 
Yeah, go on. Uh, just go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it, it follows, like, a couple... Mainly this one guy named JP, who is... Uh, he's kind of always wanted to be a racer, unlike the other people uh, who have the, the cars that can do all this crazy shit and have, you know, weapons and things. He just has, like, a car that's just fast. Um, and it's got, like, boosters and nitrous and shit. And he's trying to win races, and there's this whole thing about, like, whole side plot about how... Uh, his mechanic is secretly like in with the mob, and they're fic- They got they got caught up in like fixing races and stuff like that. So if he wins, he can't. Um, yeah, they'll he, kill him. Yeah, they'll they'll <laughs> kill his friend. And but if he loses right at the finish line, then he gets a bunch of cash and stuff. Uh, but he still wants to get to this big race, and some other people drop out because of where the big race is being held, and he um, he ends up. At, actually getting to go there as a substitute because of his performance um and they managed to get him a new car and everything but the the twist is the the big race the red line is being held on this very hostile like um for the sake of youtube the bad guys North in Korea. world war ii planet oh <laughs> um what, what did you say north korea yeah oh, yeah that's that that's pretty accurate too uh essentially just a fascist planet and they, like, they're, it's like a hyper-militarized planet. They're like, yeah, if anyone comes here, you try to hold this race here, then, you know, we're not going to let you. We'll, we'll bring the full force of our military against you. And through a contrived series of events, it, it happens anyway. And so they, the final race is held, like, between all of these people, like, dodging, you know, bullets and rockets and airstrikes and yeah, all this the other... The universe is clearly so bizarre that it's not... We, we definitely won't be able to describe it to you very well yeah. in these short spans of time. It's extremely, but... like, weird and eclectic. Like, there are very... It's a very fast-paced movie, and there's clearly a lot of lore that they don't... They kind of just breeze past because it's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is this guy and his dream, and then, you know, his his love interest and her dream, and the competition they have with the other racers. That is the core of the movie and all of this other alien stuff is sort of like you don't need to know all of the details yeah they brush over like political and military superpowers um different like nations covering different planets uh yeah. the the suggestion of magic um well not even the suggestion the very literal incarnate people using magic um <laughs> yeah uh, and also, yeah, a little bit into like the the criminal underworld, and but it's all it's all like close enough to reality that you don't need to know more. But it's just different enough that it it looks kind of weird and interesting. Yeah, you just take everything at face value, basically. Pretty much. Um, I mean, there's not too much more to say about it. I mean, what what, what like I, I obviously it's a very I, the... nice art style. The story is very simple, but yeah, the art, the drawing, beautiful. But give me, mm. give me your thoughts. Uh, like I said, yeah. So the, the the design of it, the the look of the whole thing is really what drew me to it initially. Um, if you have epilepsy, don't watch it. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of flashing images. It's it reminded me a lot of um, very old um, cartoons. Mm. Uh. The characters were, were pretty... They had good 
<laughs> they had character, I should say. Um, you did kind of get an idea of the the feeling behind different people. Like, the, the mechanic, who's clearly a, a wise, but slightly, you know, w when he's had a bit to drink, he wasn't as wise, <laughs> old man. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't question why he's got four arms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's some kind of an alien. Yeah, they're, they're all just aliens, except the main character. Um, there, there was quite a bit of that. The, um... Even the, the, the kind of what we, how we described the plot in the universe, that kind of describes most of the characters. They tell you yeah. just enough so you get to know them. And then even the, the, the kind of most sidelined of side characters, they actually, in a very brief amount of time, managed to develop them. Because they, they use archetypes, but I don't know, they use them very well. Yeah, it kind of looked like... Um... Uh, what's the word? Like the, the whole community of Deviant are, although less furry, I guess, just kind of put all of their their characters into one, um, into one. I mean, mind you, there were dog people everywhere, so I guess maybe not. But <laughs> I mean, there were dog um, people. Yeah. There were weird aliens that had. It just like... felt like there was like a hundred different artists who were put into one movie and said, right. Just make characters. <laughs> so the, the, the studio that made this has made a couple other animes, and it's very clear that this is like their style. This kind of yeah. over the top, like hmm. um, craziness. They they also made uh, Gurren Lagann, and um, I think they also made Kill a Kill. Yeah, I think you told me that. But I don't know. Excellent, excellent. If you, it is anime, so if you. Uh, but even if you don't like anime, as long as you're okay with, you know, kind of a fantastical sci-fi I mean, anime, anime. Like, when when we say anime, we don't mean, like, anime the and generic stuff you get out of Japan at the moment. Yeah, yeah. What, what I'm saying, when I say anime, I mean it is Japanese, it is animated, and yeah. it does have a very, like... It's very, very high-budget anime, and it doesn't fall into the standard, like, anime tropes. It's not all big eyes and cutesy people. It's a lot yeah. more gritty. <laughs> yes, yeah. In a good way. It's Again, it's a refreshing change from the norm. Oh, man. Alright, we, we have actually been talking for quite a while, and I oh, do want to make sure we have enough time to oh, yeah, do yeah. your quiz do need to do that indeed. Alright, yes. Do you want to give a quick um, teaser for what's coming up? Yes, yeah, so uh, we don't... For the last few, we've kind of lucked into months where we had a topic. Like uh, the, <laughs> the half-year podcast that Blue gave to me. We had the, the Christmas one. We had the uh, Thanksgiving one. Halloween. But now it is... Uh, it's back to me to give Blue a quiz. And I didn't have a theme. Um... And just randomly, we were talking about different ideas, and he was like, alcohol. And so, yeah, it's <laughs> it's about alcohol. But everything around alcohol. So it's not just like, oh, name this mixed drink or trivia like that. It's like, oh, history and how it in interacted with human culture and stuff. Yeah, and I'm not very good at that kind of thing. I'm just not very good at quizzes. I feel like every two months when it's my turn to do a quiz, it's like easy mode for the the... <laughs> the listeners, because 
god. It's not a very high bar to pass. <laughs> I'm always hesitant when I try to do uh, history-type questions, because things that I think are very... The, the Christmas one taught me this. Things that I think are very easy tend to be like, oh, this isn't common knowledge, I just happen to know this. Because... I mean, it probably is. You know how I'm just, like... Alicia beats me at fucking pub quizzes all the time. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, look forward to that. Um, this is going to be the end of segment two of the TMCJ podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in again um, in, well, actually... Well, segment three! Oh, wait, no, wait, it's not going to be going up uh, separately, is it? Mm, well, it might be. Who knows? Okay. Well, who knows? See you there. All right. And welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. Uh, we are on segment three, the quiz segment. I've got a stupid thing on my head because Blue insisted on another hat. <gasps> you just called Pikachu stupid? How and I'm taking you? this thing off because you called it Logan Paul-esque. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's just the dangly bits. And now my hair's it... all fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we are back and um, in true uh, form, we finally have come full circle. And now this quiz is about alcohol. Was it ever at the beginning? Uh, well, no, but the, one of the premises is that we're drinking this uh, totally not alcoholic um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Apple juice. Yeah, so, I've got... I actually wrote it down in a notepad. It's all all kinds of professional, this quiz. So, I've said... That's that right, we can write! <laughs> Sorry, God. Yeah, I even have a fancy pen. <laughs> Um, so this quiz... Oh, God, I keep reaching for... Sorry, go. <laughs> you Talk! Be okay. Um, <laughs> uh, this quiz, uh, which I, I mostly pulled from memory, it's it's stuff about... I tried to get a little bit of history, a little bit of culture in there. It's not just purely about alcohol. Um, but it is alcohol-themed. Um, that being said, because it's the end of February, and the only other thing we could have done a quiz on is uh, Black History Month, and I feel like... I'm utterly unqualified to make a quiz about that. So, here we go. Oof. Are you prepared? Oh, I'm so ready to drink. I mean, answer questions. When, <laughs> question number one, when the whiskey still was originally imported to the UK, well, at the time, I think it was Ireland, what was the still originally invented to, uh, to make? Uh, so it was used for whiskey. It was used for to make whiskey, the first whiskeys. But what have was you the timer? Uh, I forgot to even put up a timer. Okay, well, fine. Uh, <laughs> right. I so just whacked my mic. I'm gonna say it's it'll be something medicinal, like I don't know. Ooh, uh, okay, so they were putting some kind of food or something in there, surely, if they accidentally made whiskey well keep in mind whiskey is made in a still so it has to be some kind of a fluid right yeah i'm thinking of vodka um oh fuck i don't know some kind of medicine maybe uh, I, uh 30 seconds okay I don't know, cough medicine. That's what they're trying to make. Uh, it was actually a perfume still. 
It was imported from wow, they a radio. Really fucked that up. It was imported from a radio, and it was a perfume still that uh, Irish monks uh, figured out how to make whiskey with. Right. So was was the perfume like actually? Did it have like an alcoholic base to it? Uh, that I'm not sure of. I don't know a lot but, of the details. I just know that the first still used to make whiskey was invented in the Middle East, and it was meant to make perfume. Right. I'm just imagining monks getting like drunk off of sniffing. Drunk as themselves, a monk, I guess. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Because I know you can get like blackout drunk just by like standing near wine for long enough, like enough wine. Well, yeah, yeah, the fumes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's okay. you. One out of 15 wrong. <laughs> I assume it's 15. Uh, there are 15, yeah, that's right. Oh, wait, that means it gets a trick. Hell yeah. Mmm. <laughs> All right. Such terrible defeat. Mm. Um... Let's try. Ah, this one might be a little, a little bit of a softball here. Name a variety of rice wine. Well, like soju. There you go. That's one. Damn. Also I didn't even start timer. the timer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The glass is bigger than it looks. Yeah. We do a minute, right? Yeah, we normally do a minute. Unless it's like a specialist question. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. see. Done that one. Done that one. Ah. What was the use of beer by the government of Egypt in ancient Egypt? Like, what was it primarily used for? By the government. Uh... Alright, in ancient Egypt. I know that, like. There was. And this is completely disassociated with ancient Egypt, but, like. I know you could, like. Drink the fuel from the, the torpedoes in World War One or something. That's why they had to make it, like. So that sailors couldn't just keep drinking the fucking torpedo fuel. Yep. Uh. Yep. So maybe... Uh, no, it wouldn't have been something weaponized in ancient Egypt. What could you do with beer? It's such a shitty substance. <laughs> um, ooh, I'm going to say to... Um, I'm going to say some kind of like oil for the skin or something. I don't know why I go down healthcare. No, I'll, I, I'll, I'll some pause kind it. Of healthcare. Uh, it was, they actually used it to pay their serfs. Oh, okay, they just use it as a currency. Fuck, yeah. okay. I thought that was going to be saying, in, like... <laughs> so, there, there's a couple different oh, things you could have answered with that. So, originally, beer in ancient Egypt was uh, basically just a, a hobby by women. They, they'd use it to preserve the grain and they'd produce beer. Um, eventually, it became popular and it got taken over and made into businesses. And then those businesses eventually got put out because the pharaoh decided, hey, we're just going to make all the beer and we're going to use it to pay our... Uh, like our surf or slave they, labor. Who the fuck? I mean, it, I guess it's, it's better than nothing. Well, is it even better than nothing? I mean, they got um, food. Like, who would agree to yeah, that? They, they got paid food and beer. Oh, they got paid food as well. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't. Yeah, they didn't just get beer. They got, but 
essentially by working for the pharaoh that like they egypt had like a really like huge taxation system and the benefits that they got back was beer right and food sounds like a rough deal i mean they were slaves so i guess it would be it's the same thing with like medieval like feudal serfs they they worked the land and they gave a portion of their crop and in return they got protection and food Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. That was a big gulp. Oh, God. <laughs> what country invented cognac? I thought you were going to say condoms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's going to be somewhere like... Um... The first thing that came to mind was... I can't even think of the place's name now. Between France and Germany. Belgium. Um, was the first one that came to mind. Is that your answer? Yes. It's gonna be like Sweden, isn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna give you half credit for that because it was France. Oh! It was France. You, you knew the, the general region... You just went a little bit too far to the east. Yeah. So half Shit. credit. All right. Half a drink. So I'm at one and a half points up on four questions? Yep, that's the fourth question. So it's one and a half to two and a half. Mm. Man, I remember the first time I ever had um, like a drink of uh, rum, neat. Mm-hmm. And it basically left me in tears. <laughs> and it was like a tiny, tiny amount. Um, and these days I can just like have a shot of whiskey and it'd be fine. <laughs> the first the first drink I ever had, I'm pretty sure, was whiskey. Um, right. I mean, the first drink I ever had was probably wine or cider. Yeah, I, I never, like when I was in high school and stuff, like some, some kids, like their parents were like, oh, try some beer, try some wine, try some whatever. Um, I didn't drink until I was in college, and, um, yeah, it was just, I think it was when I was 18 or 19, um, which, again, is still underaged over here. I had, uh, just, uh, a little bit of whiskey, and I loved it. Hmm. I continue to drink whiskey to this day. Alright, um, next question. Okay. So. Name the different distilling regions in Scotland and oh, I you, you only have to name three of them you'll have partial credit if you can get two wait well, how do you mean by regions so Scotland is there's so they'll call well, it the a, counties what the counties no no not the counties like there's 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 a regional name like if I was talking about like for instance, this isn't this isn't one of them, but like if I say like in the U.S., right? I'm talking about there's right. a distilling region. I'd say like you know, mountain, plains, that sort of thing. Uh, that's that's how okay. they're named in Scotland. Okay. I will say that there's four of them. Generally, uh, except that there's four of them. How many do I need to get? You need to get at least three for full credit, at least two for partial. Okay. Okay. Uh, alright, I'm ready when you're... Alright, and go. Okay, Glen? No. Okay, Valley? No. Fuck, uh... I don't know, Lake? No. 
I'm just like naming terrain now. <laughs> well, you're 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 in the right ballpark. You just gotta okay, come on. okay. Think uh, of forest. No, there's no forests in Scotland. Yes, there are. Yeah, there are no forests in Scotland. How stupid are you? There's no wood in Scotland. <laughs> there's only sheep and Scotsmen. That's Wales. Oh, okay, fine. I don't know what your weird places are. Alright, we um, wasted like 10 seconds talking. Uh, Keep mountain. Going. No, you already said that I wouldn't be one. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Hilltop. No. God, I thought uh, this was gonna be a lot easier. Fucking. Look Marion at the bottle world? you're drinking I don't from! Know. Look at the bottle yeah, you're I drinking from! Yeah, it says Glenn on it! It says Glenn! No, keep keep reading! It's, it's past a minute now. Alright, alright. Why does my camera keep getting darker? Hold on a second. I Hang can close on. Wait, this. wait, wait. I want to find this on the fucking bottle before you say anything. Okay, I won't say anything. I'm going to kill Highland, my... fuck! Highland, there you go. That's one of them. Right, I'm going to kill my camera for just a sec because the sun is coming out and my camera is auto-adjusting and it's making everything super dark. Okay, I'm amazed that Glenn isn't one of them, by the way. Yeah, it's not Glenn. So do you want me to name them? Go on. The commonly accepted ones, and it's going to be... You, you can hear me all right, right? Yeah, so... Yeah, go on. This has gotten very low budget, because I'm going across the room to close my shades. Yeah. Um, so it's Highland, Lowland, Speyside, and Isla. Space what? Speyside. That, that was, that's why I said three out of four, because that one is a little bit more eclectic, but Island, Highland, and Lowland, those are the easy ones. Island, Highland, and Lowland. Yeah. It's, or Isla. Mm. Depending on who you're talking to, it's either Isla or Island. They're missing a trick, that's all I'm saying. There's no fucking trees in Scotland. Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't know. Every that's picture... like me saying there's no English in... No Britons in England, yeah. No Britons in England. I, I don't know, every picture I've seen of Scotland, there's no trees. Yeah, there are fucking trees. Like, no, no country on the planet could really get well, by I mean, without but, trees. Like, little clusters of them. There's no forests. Again. Yeah, there's big forests. Anyway, sorry. Pictures I've seen. I'm going off of... I haven't been yeah. to Scotland. I was supposed to go there last... Last yeah. spring, but then COVID. Sorry. And, uh... And now you need to have their... What was it? Haggis and whiskey crisps. That I was telling you about. Alright, this this one should... I, yeah, I'd, I'd actually like to try that. Yeah. Alright, this one should be... I think this one will, will be fairly easy right, for you. I need to a drink. What? I needed to have some of my Highland produce. <laughs> um, okay. This one should be uh, very close to home for you. Okay. What spirit uh, did the Americans give their army in a ration during the Revolutionary War? The ones we fought, y'all. I know you meant alcohol, but the first thing I thought was, like, the wolf spirit. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him uh, the spirit time, of the Lord. Timer. Uh, yeah, I'll start it. God, you suck at this. Alright, okay. Um, what spirit did they give them during what? So, as a, it was an army ration. Okay. Um, oh, fuck, I actually know this. I mean, at least I should know this. It's I, not something I, specific, I, it's just, like, a, a general type. Yeah, it was... Was it whiskey? Hang on. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't speak. I won't say anything. It was... I, I, 
because I remember I've I've read I've I've heard a bit of an audiobook on like the American um, the founding of America kind of, hmm. and I remember they gave them something. It was like rum was like for the higher up officers, and obviously it was like bourbon or something or whiskey or something for the the lower class. It was something cheaper than that. I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm done. It was I'm rum. Disappointed myself. It was fuck. <laughs> it you were. I'm gonna give you partial on that because <sighs> they. They gave the the soldiers half a pint of rum was their ration, and when the rum ran out, they got half a pint of whiskey. Wow! So I said both of them. I just fucked it up. Yeah, I got the you were you were you were you. That's why when you said rum, I was tempted to go like, oh, that's it. Mm. I saw your face light up, (laughs) but I couldn't be like, I don't know. Mm. How's the beer? Uh, it's quite good. You mean this totally non-alcoholic thing that I'm drinking right now? Yeah, the 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 uh the uh juice. <laughs> um, <laughs> made of real bear. <laughs> Here's one. Okay, you gotta remember to restart this counter. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what? are the two highest per capita alcohol consumption countries on earth okay countries okay i'm gonna say it's gonna be something like the the richest country no but like i was gonna say the richest country is like dubai right yeah it's pretty Um, rich but they have very very strict laws on when you can and can't drink like you can be very easily arrested for drinking in the wrong circumstances there. Um, so it's probably not going to be that. Uh, I'm going to say Russia. Um, and... Uh, I want to say something like Jamaica, but... I don't know. Uh, Russia and Mexico is what I'm going to go with. Because they I- like their tequila. You're you're partially right. I only I wrote down that if you got even one of these, you you got it. So you got Russia. So it's Russia and Portugal. Portugal, really? Russia and Portugal both consume more than thirteen pure liters of alcohol per year per person above the age of fifteen, and it's just in excess of that. They didn't put a top limit on that. Is it worrying that I drink far more than 13 litres per year? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 13 litres of pure alcohol. Oh, okay, right, right. So, like, uh, like just like a bottle yeah. that's 40% is not going to be shit. this. Yeah, so it's it's a lot more than you think. I worked oh, it out, and it's like drinking like two or three bottles of liquor a week. Actually, what am I saying? I definitely didn't drink that much. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's, I was going to say. That's some very cheap alcohol in myself. I mean, it's vodka. Beer is classified as a soft drink in Russia. Well, what are they drinking in Portugal? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. Probably a lot of wine. Yeah? I don't know. Oh, wait, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Portugal. I'm having a, a dumb moment. That's like... I'm, I was never good at geography, right? Tell me where Portugal is. It's like next to Spain, or am I thinking yeah, a different country? You're right. You're right. 
yeah, it's, yeah. it's the, the so it's like Spain is most of the Iberian Peninsula and okay. Portugal is. So I mean, they got Spain and France next to them, so it makes sense that they drink a lot of wine. I guess. I don't Portugal know. also used to have a huge drug problem compared to the rest of Europe, but they yeah. they implemented like some pretty interesting reforms. And is it a problem? It's significantly okay. gone down. <laughs> it was a problem with they had a, a high degree of drug use, which I guess mm. goes along with the drinking. I get. Oh wow. That's weird. Alright, okay, so just to hear me out right now, this is going to sound absolutely stupid. I had my dr drink of whiskey. I mean, whisker. Wait, why? Milkshake. You, you got the question right. Wait, oh yeah. Oh well, I had a victory sip. Uh, <laughs> don't shake your head at me, sir! Go on, go on. Um, I, had, uh, I had the coffee, and it tasted like a McDonald's chicken burger. <laughs> That's why I said it sounds stupid, but I genuinely got that taste in my mind. Anyway, you're right, you're right. It does sound on. stupid. <laughs> oh, should I just pick up my drink again? All right, All right. go on. Before I, yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Oops, I just hit the mic again. I swear to God, I'm not drunk at this point. This is just happy me. What was a unique feature of the Stolshnaya vodka bottles that were produced out of Soviet Russia? Uh, they had sexy ladies printed on the back of the label. You're thinking of Sailor Jerry's. I am. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> is, right. that, is that your answer? <laughs> no. Uh, Stolshanaya. So this is Russian. Right, guess, it's a, it's a Russian vodka. Fairly famous one. I, They've I, been around. I think it, yeah, I think it is. Has it got like a, a maid on the front or something? No. Like a person. I don't know why I'm thinking of like a, a dairy maid person. No. Uh, Stolshanaya. So... What's unique about it, you said, right? Yeah, what's what's unique about the bottle, specifically? I was going to say something like it's made of fudge or something, but if it's about the bottle, then it's... No. Um, did it come with, a like, a brown paper bag? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. Um, am I allowed to keep guessing, or is that, like... No, keep wonder? guessing. You've still got some time. Uh, it comes in a spherical bottle. No. Yeah, ten bottle seconds. Plastic. The plastic bottle? No, I mean the the cheap ones these days are plastic, but um. Uh, it's biodegradable. Oh, fuck. No, they didn't give a fuck about that in Soviet Russia. I didn't um, give it, but the you bottles know, I had to guess were something. the bottles were designed so they couldn't be closed again once they'd been opened. Because the idea That's was genius. that the average Russian at the time would finish a bottle of vodka in one yeah. sitting. God damn. That's smart. <laughs> Alright, drinking. Alright, this this one is a bit what of a... What question are we on? Hmm? What number are we on? Let's see. I'm, I've been kind of like flopping around. Uh, one, two, three, four, five... I've got like, what, about We've two got, and a half right? We're about halfway through. Okay. We're a little, a little more than halfway through. We got six left. Okay, so nine questions through. Yeah. So the next one is, and I'm gonna have to explain why this is relevant. Um, so there's a there's a Australian wine that I actually really like called Nineteen Crimes, 
and it's named after the 19 crimes that you could be uh, transported for life to Australia from, like during the age of the British Empire. Okay. Um, so the question is, name at least five of the uh, the 19 crimes that could get you transported for life to Australia. And if you can get um, if you can get 10, then uh, it's double points. Wait. The, oh fuck. Okay. Christ. Uh, all right. Um, something against the crown. So like. Um, fuck. What's the word when you go against the crown? I won't say heresy, but I know that's not it. <laughs> Uh, fuck it. Stealing. Uh, murder. Um, Alright, what what kind of stealing? Grand larceny. Oh my god, wow, okay, yep. <laughs> Wait, that was, holy shit. Okay, uh, murder, yeah. Literally, um, number one on the list is grand larceny. Um, like, ab abuse. Or like, in a... I don't want to say the word, but... S space X space... Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yep, okay. The R no, word. That, that's accurate. Yep, that's number 13. Um, uh, fucking, um, can I have more time for this? Because i got to get 10. Yeah, yeah take, take your time. Actually, you know, I'm not, okay. not going to do a time. Okay. Let, let's um, say, actually, you know, I'll keep it going. I'll say you have three minutes because this is okay. a tough one. So I've got three so far, right? You've got three so far. And honestly, if you get a little bit more specific with stealing and not just grand larceny, you, you might get some more. Uh, uh, grand Theft Auto. They didn't have cars. Like the, Wait, the, what, what year was this? This is like the 1700s. Well, I don't know that! Alright. Um, Grand Theft Carriage? Grand Theft Carriage. No, that is not one of them. Okay, um, embezzlement. Um, I'll take that one. Yeah, that fits this one. Um, I still can't think of the word that's like going against the crown. Uh, it's like traitor, but on a larger scale. Um... I can see your face. You know that I what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, deserting the cause, like if you're in at war and you desert your post. Yep, that's one of them. Okay. Um, you're up to five. You, you've made you've made five. You want to keep going? You got a minute left. Smuggling. Smuggling. Uh, yes, that's one. That's six. Um. Fuck. Uh. Serial killing, uh, like. No, that's not on here. Uh, it, shit, it all okay, falls um, under the. You already did murder, and that's that's what's on here. Financial fraud. Finance fraud. That is on here. That's seven. Um, enslavement. No, wait, seventeen hundreds. That was probably okay. Uh, no, actually, the the British Empire was pretty much squashing it out around that time. Oh, okay. Um. Fuck. Uh. Um. I don't know, uh, try, trying to cheat in a vote or something, like, um... Oh god, I keep coming back to heresy! <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, insulting, like, a policeman or something, like, uh, attacking a policeman, uh... Shit, I got nothing, time's up. Alright, cool. So you got seven, so that's just, you know, single point. Let me, let me read you the full list. Okay. Uh, grand larceny, theft above a value of one shilling. Petty larceny, theft under one shilling. Buying right. or receiving stolen goods. That's the one I gave you for fraud, because, I mean, that's basically, yeah. Or uh, smuggling, right. I gave you that one for smuggling. Stealing lead, iron, or copper, or buying or receiving said. There were a lot that were just about stealing, weren't there? There were. Fuck. 
impersonating an Egyptian. What? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, stealing from furnished lodgings. God, walk like an Egyptian would not have gone down well in those times. Setting fire to underwood. Underwood? Uh, What's underwood? Like, you know, the, the brush at the bottom of a forest. Oh, okay. Stealing letters advanced... Uh, stealing letters, advancing the postage, or secret or secreting money. So, yeah, basically, uh, you, you said something about... Um, smuggling cash or something I can't can't remember exactly yeah. uh, assault with the intent to rob okay. stealing fish from a pond or river stealing roots trees or plants or destroying them I should have got I should have thought about saying about like private land because they yeah. were like big on that yeah the little whole lords and things bigamy yeah. I don't actually know what that means that means like um uh it's it's same to do with like fucking someone out of Oh, out of wedlock. I don't know, something like that, yeah. Or, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, assaulting, cutting, or burning clothes. Uh, counterfeiting... Wait, burning, cl cutting clothes? Sorry, what? Well, so, assaulting and cutting, or burning clothes. Yeah. Oh, wait, so, like, attacking someone. Not yeah. just, like, cutting up a piece of clothing. I, it's not very clear. Uh, oh. counterfeiting the copper coin... Clandestine marriage. Okay. Stealing a shroud out of a grave. Waterman carrying too many passengers on the Thames, if any drowned. Wait, and so if someone drowned on his boat ride, then he got sent to Australia? If he was found to be transporting too many people. So he had an overcrowded boat oh, okay. and like, somebody fell overboard. That seems a bit rough to specifically target the boatman, but whatever. Especially when there's a whole, you know, yeah. fucking River sticks shit. Inc That's a weard... Alright. Incorrigible rogues who broke out of prison and persons reprieved from capital punishment. Um, right. Embuling naval stores in certain cases. Okay. So there was nothing that actually about, like, betraying the crown. No, there wasn't. I imagine wow, you'd that's... just be executed in that case. Yeah. I mean, that's still... I think that's still law today. I mean... Like, genuinely. That's, like, the only thing way treason, that you get executed I'm pretty sure treason's a death sentence in the treason, US, Treason! That's the fucking word, not heresy. Heresy. <laughs> yeah, tre I'm pretty sure it's still a, a federal death sentence in the US if you commit treason. I mean, there's quite a few death sentences in the US, but it's the only sent death sentence in the uh, UK. Mo most of the states have gotten rid of it. Is Texas? Oh, of course not. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the living ingredient in beer? Oh, by the way, I forgot I had to. Um... Uh, oh, I just drank. No, wait, you know, I was meant to drink. You're not meant to drink. Don't drink. Don't drink. No drink. No, I was meant to drink. What? You got five. Uh, that yeah, was I the limit. To get ten, I thought. No, no, ten was double points. Oh, shit. All right, well, all right, hang on. Can we restart this talk? Because I need yeah. another question. All right. What is the living ingredient in beer? Oh, um, it's the fucking, like, the, the culture. The, um, the little, like, microorganisms. What, what are they called? Bacteria. More specifically. I don't think they're bacteria, honestly. Yeah, they are. All right, well, but what is it called? Uh, yeast. There you go. Oh my god, I feel so clever. 
<laughs> for some reason, I, I thought yeast was a fun guy. Can be if you get him to drink enough. <laughs> that was painful. That was painful to listen to. Hey, look. I'm just just saying. Remember that fucking knife joke from yesterday? It made me right. laugh. This is mine, not yours. Just mm. keep going on on my turn. I'm drinking coffee. All right. Ah, I got my Robin mug. Yeah. Do you remember that knife joke from last night? Which one? Uh, so you wrote the uh, why did the knife cross the road? Mm-hmm. And then I came back with a slammer of a joke. What? <laughs> what? You were an edgy fellow or something? I don't remember it actually. I remember I made it. that knife joke, and I remember it being awful, but... He couldn't cut it on the highway. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it made you, you... Last night, you're like, oh, I actually made me laugh. <laughs> I, I can't not vote for it. <laughs> yeah. I was so proud of that. But even I won't as admit bad to it today. Alright. <clears throat> Why are Britons called Britons. by Americans? Do you mean British? Britons. You don't say Britons, you say British. Oh, I, no, you would say either the British or Britons. I've never heard anyone say Britons. Okay, well, that's... It, you heathen. It's, it's a word. Heresy! <laughs> uh, why are they called limeys? Uh, I yeah. guess they, like... I don't know. They suck limes? <laughs> a little more specific than that, why? Uh... I don't know, I'm going back to tequila now, because we're talking about alcohol. Um, by the way, I haven't restarted the clock. Fuck. Alright, you have 30 seconds. What the fuck? Because I have- what? <laughs> well, you um, already took 30 seconds. Something about, like, the, the, the trade of exotic fruits. Mm, no. The reason they're called limeys is because the British Navy, when they supplied the gin or grog ration to their sailors to prevent scurvy, they would mix in lime juice. The citrus and the lime juice would prevent scurvy. Right. That's very upper class of them. I mean, when I drink I mean, gin, it, I don't even bother with the lime. It, it does. I mean, it comes down to the whole, like, the idea of a gin and tonic being, like, tonic water, lime, and um, hmm. gin. And that was what they... That's basically... Well, it's sort of what grog would be. And that's where Personally, grog comes I from. Personally, I hate lime. I also don't like gin. <laughs> I love citrus fruit. Alyssa is the gin person. I'm okay. Like, I'll have, like, a gin and tonic every now and again, but not... Yeah. Not that often. Yeah, oh, it's it's I an mean, occasional the, the indulgence for me. Are okay, like I wouldn't drink like the the unicorn gin is mm, delicious, but that's because just sugary as fuck. <laughs> All right, another one down. All right, down as well. Oh yeah, fucking. Pardon me. Um, need to pour another one sec. Yep, that was only a half drink. But go on. The next question is... What... Uh, sorry. I, gotta, I, I phrased this question badly when I wrote it down. Attacks, 
placed on this beverage was the cause of the first rebellion in the U.S. Not, 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 uh, oh, okay, I didn't even have to start the clock. Yes, it's whiskey. We had the, like, almost immediately after we, you know, became our own independent country in, like, the, I think it was late 1700s, early 1800s, they put a tax on whiskey, and, um, George Washington had to put down a fucking rebellion. Yeah, I'll always remember, I think it was a Drunk History article, um, where they were telling a story about how, um, I say a story, a a real story, um, where a person during Prohibition, they went to New York to see how quickly it would take them to basically find alcohol, and they were driving into New York in a taxi. And the taxi driver driver was like, do you want a drink? (laughs) Yep, yep, I know that story. Uh, that that's a that's a classic. Mm. But yeah, I mean, the U.S. and they also explain like why the where the phrase "the real McCoy" comes from as well. The um, there's also a quote from a British naval officer um, in the late 1800s, I want to say, mm. and his quote was, um, "I'm quite certain that the Americans can do nothing without a drink. When you make a bargain, you drink." When you close business, you drink. When you win in elections, you drink and cheer. When you lose, you drink and swear. And it was just like that but, was a very good voice. You should use that voice. What the voice I just did? Like, are you yeah. are you making fun of me, or was that actually good? No, it was actually a good voice. <laughs> anyway, oh, um, man. all that D and D practice. Anyway, yes, go yeah. on. Okay, so this is one that I. This is I I did feel the need to include one mixed drink question so, or one cocktail question. What is the difference? So, what is the difference between a martini and a Gibson? Hmm. I will say that they are both drinks that are made with vermouth and either vodka or gin. Does is a martini made with like ground coffee? So a martini, the way you make a martini, um, no, hold wait, on, I should have started the clock. Same a martini uh, is made with gin, vermouth, and an olive. Yeah. And what was the other drink? A Gibson. Gibson. There's there's one difference between them, and I will say that they I'm both... I want to say it's got, like, cream or something. Is that your final uh, answer? No. I don't know, it's got a pickle in it instead of an olive. Oh, you're so close. Um, instead of an olive, it has an onion. Oh, come on. A pickle is just like an, an onion that's been I, pickled. I will, I will give you half credit because you figured out that the difference was the type of plant accoutrement. Mm. So half credit. All right. What was I thinking of that had coffee in it? Uh, Kahlua, probably. Or a white Russian. No. No, not like that. I don't know. Anyway, I love coffee and alcoholic drinks. Espresso martini? That was probably what I was thinking of. There is an espresso martini. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never drink one of those things. It'd be bouncing off the wall for days. Caffeine does not sit well with me, because I don't drink that much of it. Alright, two questions remaining. Okay. So. These have all been true to the theme so far, pretty much. Thank you. 
I'd like to think that I, I designed it well. Um, in whiskey distilling, okay. what is oh, the angel's share? Is that like... Is that like the last, the last scoop out of the barrel, as it were? That's like where the sediment has like fallen to the bottom, and it's like an extra strong. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> you got time. Um, Just tell me when you get your final answer. The angel. I'm gonna say it's like the most alcoholic part of the batch. That's Maybe it's wrong. been aged the longest, or it's got the most like concentrated, like because all the flavors like drift. To a I, I can part see your thinking, but that's not it. Okay. So the angel shit when you when you're distilling whiskey and you put it in the barrel to age, what you'll mm. find is you you fill the barrel completely, but when you take it out, there's some whiskey gone, and it's through just evaporation, so oh, okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it was called the angel share because the idea was that you know that you know, they some... drank it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. It's, the angels share. Okay. And the final question. Okay. What is white lightning? It's absinthe, isn't it? No. Yeah. I'll give you another shot. Oscar? Uh, I'll, I'll say it is an American thing. White lightning. Yeah, I'm thinking of a white Russian. It is American. Uh, is it? Is, yeah. it, uh, is it? is it the American equivalent of the White Russian? Maybe. No. Um, Goddamn All right, White Lightning. It's. Um, I, I will give you two hints. It is American, and it's not a mixed drink. Oh. It sounds like something New Agey. Like, not something with. Character, old character to it. Uh, smug ass face there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I some kind of like. No, I don't know. All right, that's a minute anyway. I'll take yeah. this last one with you, but it is the uh, name for moonshine. Ooh. Moonshine was referred to as white lightning. How the fuck did I not get that? So America's famous for its fucking moonshine. It, there were multiple reasons for it, and no one's 100% certain exactly where it came from. But whiskey, before it's been aged, is like a very pure, like, you know, clear color. So there's the white part. Um, obviously, because it was very strong and very unrefined, it hits like a fucking truck. Yeah, That's one like idea of where it came from. But the other thing is it became famous during Prohibition because moonshine was one of the only ways to get liquor in the U.S. when it was banned like that. So you would have these people driving these crazy-ass cars that bored holes through to make them lighter and faster. And, you know, there's the other potential origin for the lightning part of White Lightning. Um, Fuck. There's a lot of different like rumors as to where it exactly came from. I didn't I know do much. I very research. little about the history of alcohol generally. I know about like if you'd ask like 
what's the average percentage I mean, of a bottle of whiskey kind of thing that I'd have a chance? You, you <laughs> didn't do that bad. I think you probably, including the I half points. Halves. No, no, including the half points, you got about six out of fifteen, which isn't terrible. But I also realized that I probably made that a little bit too hard. <laughs> No, I, I've told you before, I'm just bad at pub quizzes, Jared. I don't know the history, but I'm very good at things that I give... If you give me, like, an equation, I can work it out really quickly. Because I'm yeah. quick at thinking on the spot. Maybe I'll, I'll think about that for next time and put together some kind of a puzzle. Hmm. Give you some kind That'd of a, a, some brain teasers. Oh. Oh, man. But, yeah, good questions, though. Very, um... It feels like I've learned something today. I tried to Although, keep them, like, all over the place and... You know. I'll probably forget it all by tomorrow because of the amount I've drunk. But um, <laughs> oh, white man. lightning, yeah, holy shit! I think they even say that in Red Dead, like white lightning. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of talk about moonshine in Red Dead because obviously it's like origins of America. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. Fun times. All right. You know what? Any uh, any final thoughts before I close this out? Um. Whiskey and coffee taste like McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and there we're we're, we're going to end it there. Um, this has been the end of episode thirty of the TMCJ podcast. Our God fifth, sixth quiz segment. Thank you, yeah, everyone, for listening. 30, um, it's been an absolute pleasure doing this podcast, and we are going to keep us going. Um, but we're going to keep us going, indeed. Until next week, Blue. Have a jolly spiffing old week. <laughs> <laughs>